Hello and welcome to Meaningless Problems with me, Doe Wilman. And as we close in on our final episode of this one year challenge, this one, number 51, is called What Was the Point? The writer took the mug of tea upstairs and placed it on the floor next to the shower. You're a diamond, said the plumber, removing the lid from the cistern. Here, you've finally done it this time, ain't you, fella? The writer looked concerned. Oh dear, that bad? Nah, not the toilet, your short story podcast. After all them attempts, you finally got there, ain't you? With the last episode. Sorry? The one in the graveyard. What do you do? Your final story. Absolute cracker, that was. Oh, well, um, thanks. I... Had me laughing for days. Thank you. It's not, in fact, my final story, though. The plumber frowned. You said you was only doing this for a year. Last week was episode 50. The writer looked confused. Are there, or are there not, 50 weeks in a year? The writer strained every muscle to avoid being rude. Ah, well, not. There are 52. Really? Hmm. That's why you're writing stories and I'm fixing lose, I suppose. I've learnt a lot from you. I have. And I, you, you've been a, a a real support throughout the process. Glad to be of assistance. The writer didn't bother to point out that the plumber had been rather less helpful when it came to fixing his toilet. This was the fourth time he'd called round now, and the issue was yet to be solved. He was now employing him primarily for his utility as a muse rather than a tradesman. Three of the writer's 50 short stories to date, The End Product, What If I'm Not, and Futility, were all directly inspired by real-life conversations he'd had with the man. Here, said the plumber. What is your final story about then, Geese? The writer smiled. I've got a great idea. For number 52, it's been bubbling for a while. It's called Hope for the Worst. Hope for the Worst? It's not a bad title, is it? What's it about, mate? Ah, well, do you remember Alvin Ricard? Alvin Ricard? What, that idiot playwright character you cut after episode number 15 because no one liked him? That Alvin Ricard? You ain't bringing him back, are you? Don't think I could bear it. Well, um, I shouldn't be here nattering away. Anyway, I need to get this week's story written. Number 51. Going out tomorrow and haven't the foggiest what to, uh, to write. Well, it's obvious, ain't it? The writer shook his head. No, absolutely not. I'm not doing another story where a writer natters away to a plumber. Who are you kidding, mate? Course you are. No, 
No, I'm not. Think about it, fella. Your penultimate episode. The perfect way to draw a line under the series. A highly educated version of this very conversation where you get to address your thoughts and concerns about the 52-story challenge to the audience. Can you imagine how self-indulgent that would be? But it don't matter because you can plug some of the other episodes and encourage people to go back and listen. But that's not a story. You've done 52 of the bastards, or you will have by the end of next week, and they're free to listen. You can put out whatever you like, and you can use number 51 to build up to the final one, particularly if you're so proud of it, as you say. Hope for the worst. Hope for the worst, that's it. You can say the title several times so it sticks in their minds. What? Hope for the worst? Yeah, hope for the worst. You can tell them what it's about and all. There is a limit to people's patience, you know. What is it about? What? Hope for the worst? Yeah, hope for the worst. Well, it's about a writer. Course it is. Alvin Ricard, the plumber size. Yeah, maybe don't mention that bit. This conversation is not going to be episode 51. Oh yeah, sure it ain't, geez. It's a, I suppose it's a psychological comedy. He writes a play, but it's about his wife, and he can't tell her about it. Ooh, that does sound fruity. What does your wife think about it? I haven't told her about it, but it's not about my wife. Alvin's wife Poppy is very different to mine. What's your wife's name again? Polly. You think she'll like the story? I doubt she'll listen. People who know me personally don't seem too keen on hearing my voice. that makes sense. No, for episode 51, I need something better. I mean, how can I possibly have a conversation where all that happens is we talk about the other stories without making it deathly dull? I don't know. You could include the fact that most of your friends and family have stopped listening. That could generate a bit of sympathy. A struggle for the lead character to overcome. God, no. That'd make me sound pathetic. Or you'll probably make up something stupid about me, like, I don't know, that I thought there was only 50 weeks in a year or something. Of course I won't. I told you. I don't... I I don't set out to make you look silly. You do put on that preposterous accent, though. Most plumbers don't sound nothing like that, me old mucker. I keep telling you, I do the very same thing for the writer character. He sounds like a pompous ass. That's just your voice, Keys. Well, look, forget it. Story 51 needs to be a story. I'm not just going to act out this conversation. Yeah. We could talk about what you've learned and all that gubbins. And you could use that. Might allow the listener to reflect on their own experience of listening to the podcast. The writer paused. Hmm, there might be something in that. So... What have you learnt? The plumber put the lid back on the cistern. After a year of writing one story per week, exploring issues such as eternalism and free will, writing comedies, dramas and comedy dramas, what, ultimately, was the point? The writer hesitated. He tried to get his brain to whir into gear, but it was struggling. There is no sweeter sound in the universe. That about sums it up, I suppose.
The plumber stood up. I think I've finally fixed her this time. Have you really? I might never stand in your tiny bathroom ever again. But can I just say how much I've enjoyed listening to your stories and most of all, getting to know you as a man. I'm not normally an emotional person, but the truth is, I'm going to miss you, fella. And if it's not too strong a word, I now firmly consider you one of my friends. The writer was touched. Well, I, that's, I'm, I don't know what to say. I, thank you so much. And well, I mean, from my point of view, that'll be 900 quid. I'm sorry? For the toilet. 900? Yeah, plus fat. It was 300 the last three well, times. Well, this time I've fixed it, ain't I? Right. Yes, I, I, I suppose. Hold on. Are you saying you knew on the last three occasions that you had failed to fix my toilet? And yet you took my money, nonetheless? Yeah, said the plumber. Do you want to hear what I've learnt? Listening to your stories and getting to know you and whatnot? Are you going to charge me for it? Wouldn't dream of it, mate. Maybe I should become a plumber. The plumber chuckled. That would be a good story. Nah, what have I learnt? Well, I've learnt about some scary and amusing potential ramifications of the technological revolution. I think don't blame the children and Prime Minister's questions was both particularly good for that. And just like her and the world's ugliest person, come to think of it. I've learnt about memory and how precious it is. Silly old trick and skipping through life come to mind. I've learnt that, yeah, we do put too much pressure on ourselves and those around us, thanks to failing our son and the weight of achievement, among others. And thanks to losing the plot and iguana and whatnot, I've learnt that what most of us think we are this first-person video game character battling with a big, unforgiving world, well, that ain't right, is it? We are simultaneously less and more than we think we are. The plumber squeezed past the writer and made his way down the stairs. Here, you're lucky it's me saying this and not you, or you'd look like a proper self-indulgent bellend, wouldn't you? After making a whole podcast dedicated solely to my own short stories... I think it's safe to say that ship has already sailed. He opened the front door to let the plumber out. One more thing, said the plumber. In that conversation we had on the day we first met, which you used as the basis for the story what you called the end product, we each set out our case for why our particular genre of art, writing and toilets was the most important. And I've done some thinking on that one, let me tell you. See, I always thought the human condition was a lot like being a plumber. Something's always breaking down and something's always getting fixed and whatnot. Wherever you look, that's what's happening. And there's no point in your life where that ain't going to be the case. The happiest among us are them people what enjoy doing the fixing and the miserable they ain't the ones who have the most leaks or burst pipes they're simply the ones what imagine it's possible 
to live in a world where everything's fixed. And I hold to that. I do. But listening to you, I've learnt that the process of living is also a bit like the writing process. Dreams are our rough notes. Reality, our first draft. And memories are the stories in their finished form. See, in your latest story, what do you do? The narrator has a pop at people who identify too strongly with their job and I can see where he's coming from. But no matter what job a person does, at the end of the day, we're all plumbers and we're all writers and there ain't no getting away from either. Wow, said the writer. I couldn't have put it better myself. I think I shall include that verbatim. I really do. And look, sharing these ideas with you, the listener, I mean, it's been, it's been one of the most wonderful experiences of my life. After hope for the worst, there will still be more stories to come. Maybe not quite one a week, but there will always be more meaningless problems to tell. But I really, truly, couldn't have done it without you. I mean it. And I am enormously grateful. I am. The plumber patted him on the shoulder and gave him a big hug. It's been a privilege, fella. An absolute privilege. And remember. He stepped back from the embrace and smiled at his friend. That'll be 900 quid plus fat. See you later. And I will see you later for the final episode out of the first 52. If you didn't catch it in, in that story, the episode is called Hope for the Worst. And uh, I, think it, I think it's going to be quite a good one. But I, I will just take a chance to say thank you very, very much for listening. Do tune in next week and do uh, subscribe if you aren't subscribed already. Follow the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the podcast wherever you get your podcast and recommend it to a friend um it looks like we're about to hit that that 1000 uh target not that it really matters but the 1000 um subscriber target we said at the beginning it looks like we're about to hit it and therefore um get uh the uh the 1000 pound donation for Alzheimer's Research UK which is why it, it it does in fact matter but anyway um next week hope for the worst and i hope to see you there thank you <laughs>